Hey guys, I'm Ryan. I'm Lauren. And this is Problem, Problem Millennials. Millennials. We're two millennials causing problems, solving problems, and frankly, just laughing our way through life. We'll define millennials, teach you how to be one, and celebrate the stuff that makes us great. Here's what's on tap this week. Okay, and hello. <laughs> we are back. <laughs> We're trying to figure out technical stuff, so <laughs> ignore us. But figuring out back. technology on the fly. We are here. We're getting better and better. Um, I will say my technology skills have definitely increased because of all of this bullshit. Like I can create a Google Hangout now. I can record things. You have seen my video editing skills happening recently. Like I have been on my computer shit right now. How has your um Photoshop adventures been going? You know what? It's been great. I've been figuring it out. We're doing awesome. Like, I'm just like sitting here doing like, it's honestly very cathartic. It's so weird, but like, it's very stress releasing for me to just sit yeah. here with my iPad and my little pencil and just like cutting things out and making it perfectly blended on the edges. So, if you got graphic design needs, you send it my way. Like, okay. I'm going to start a side hustle. Okay. Cause you know, like, we're in that time. Everybody needs a little extra money. So if you got graphic design needs, you send them to me. Okay. Hit them up, ladies you. and gents. I love yeah. it. All right. How you doing? How's everything been? Um, How's the you fam? know, we're making it through. We're making it through. <laughs> New Jersey quarantine is going strong. Um, the weather has been so nice here, which has been nice. So uh, I've been trying to spend a lot of time outside. Um, that's been pretty I'm enjoyable. So jealous. Chicago has not been that nice. It's really? we've had a couple like spurts of nice and then it's blah and then like nice and then blah 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 so yeah if the weather was nice like if this was happening like in another two months i think i would be like much more relaxed because i think i would be outside a lot more but part totally. of it's like i don't really want to be outside because it's not super nice but i also yeah. don't want to be outside because then when it is nice everybody's outside so then i'm like right. this defeats the whole purpose of what we're supposed to be doing so yeah no there's it's no a it's a hot it's a hot sexy 60 degrees here today. Uh, it's like lay on the lounge chair in a sports bra vibe, soak it usually in. At this point, so we're, like, we're complaining that it's 60 degrees usually by this point. We're like, yeah. oh, I want it to be warm. And now I'm like 60. Fucking give me 60 anything. Bring Thank it. You. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I've become one of those people who will wear like a coat and shorts just so I feel like you know what? I have a little semblance of warmth and a semblance of like, oh, it's nice outside. But yeah. I'm over it. All right. So let's get right into it. So shit on our stories. Lauren, I'm going to start with you. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Listeners, I think this will shock no one. <laughs> Lauren did not say. post. She did not post a single Instagram story in a week. <laughs> Okay. What okay. do you have Let to say me, to yourself? I have something to say for myself. <laughs> um, so we all know, we're all familiar that I do on a normal basis, on an everyday basis, I like to I like to limit my screen time. I have the yes. little lock on, 30 minutes a day. I, I would say now in quarantine life, I am more aware than ever of my screen time <laughs> consumption, which is horrifying because I'm already so aware of it um i think there was like one day last week where i got my like weekly screen time report and it just like horrified me so now it's all about making a conscious effort to not only step away from the phone but to step away from the tv to step away from the computer i'm just trying to actively do other things picking I up a book a it, lot of credit 
that is tough. And it's, yeah, oh, it's so tough, but it's driving me crazy. And like picking up a book is like bringing me more joy than like reading articles on my phone or on the computer. Okay, this is good. I like this for you. Um, it doesn't really give us content to talk about on the podcast. No, but, no okay. it's horrible for content. But I feel like, <laughs> but I feel like it's like a step in the right direction for mental health. So, okay, so yeah, no, we're all for that. We're all for mental health and staying like you know really nice and good to yourself. So yeah, what I would like you to do instead, what is the cutest thing that Linus did this week? Oh my gosh. Well, actually, uh, cute, not so much, but um, there's obviously a lot, there's a lot going on in my house. Like my parents are working from home. My sister's doing like online grad school at NYU and Linus is just like really confused. He's like going around on like different Zoom calls, whatever. So the other day he definitely like went into the bathroom and started like eating a million tampons and like ran <laughs> into my sister's room while she's like in online school. And so we had to like navigate dealing with that while she's in like a lecture. So <laughs> for anyone that for anyone that did not know, Linus is Lauren's family's dog. Yep. Okay, like let's <laughs> clarify that. It's not a little brother. Like it's, I was listening and I was just like, oh, like let's make sure we clarify this. Let's a clarify. Brother. Yeah. Nope. Linus loves eating tampons. It's his favorite pastime, I would say. Amazing. So this actually might be our new segment while you're in quarantine still is what's uh, forget about what you're doing. We want to know what Linus is doing. Yeah. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. Always. Yep. He's always up to something and he's like more confused than ever because we're all just home in his space. Amazing. Yeah. It's how's, been funny. To how's little buddy? Buddy, I think is losing it. I mean, yeah. I'm currently watching him right now. He's got one arm on a throw pillow. The other arm is like stretched out onto the arm of a, the sofa. His nose is like over the sofa and he's just looking out the window. He yeah. is literally just like, get me out of this place. I feel of like course. I, yeah, I spend about, <laughs> I think a couple of my stories each day are just the different sleeping positions Buddy goes into. Yeah. Because he will just find the most random places to sleep. And sometimes he'll get close to me, which he's not super cuddly as a dog, but he's gotten a lot more in this whole time. So, you know, what? we'll take it as a, a good thing. Uh, we'll so take it. But he just gives me this look sometimes where he's done. And he just looks at me like, did you get fired? Like, are you? Are, yeah. Like, what? Are you good, bro? <laughs> is there a reason why you're home all day? Like, I'm, yeah. Like, are we good? Like, my food's getting smaller and smaller. Like, you need to go to the grocery store. You need to get me more food. Like, yeah. He's, he's giving me these looks of concern. Like, I wish I could see what was going on in his head right now. But he's good. He's good. All right, I'll hop into what was on your story this week. Um, so <laughs> as I'm sure a lot of our listeners have been tuning in to Ryan's amazing at-home workouts, he's doing a whole Thank Thrive you. series. It's amazing. It's wonderful. I got to take advantage of a nice little moment the other morning where he came dressed at 8 a.m. <laughs> as a Navarro cheerleader. It bought me joy. It was great. It but did. um I thought that this would be a nice segue into our guest today, but last week Ryan did a live Disney workout with our special guests that we're having on the pod today. Ryan was dressed like the Little Mermaid herself, <laughs> wig, tail, all. Um, it gave us some really great content um, and I appreciated it. Yeah, it was, it was quite fun. Um, that was one whole day's worth of quarantine activity was recording new updated lyrics to the song, Part of Your World, dressing up like Ariel, 
convincing Buddy to be a part of the video. And so then much rehearsal went in. So much rehearsal went into this. And then I recorded it from seven different angles. Yes. <laughs> and, then it took, seven. and then it took me another hour to like splice them all together in iMovie to create this expertly edited video of my quarantine life set to part of your world. I will say um, this all started because I woke up with a start at 2 a.m. the morning before and literally the the lyric, um, I want a grocery shop without gloves. Yep. That came to me in the middle of the night. And then that was the impetus for everything else. Inspiration so, comes in the rarest in, places. Insomnia is where I get my best ideas. So you're yeah, welcome. Yeah, no. What is time anymore? Right? All right. Well, so... Lauren mentioned it, but I also taught a Disney class this week on Thursday night, and it was me and one of my really great friends. We actually call each other our person. So for my Grey's Anatomy fans, and you guys know how much we love Grey's Anatomy on the show, we are like the Meredith and Christina together. So I'm so excited that we have her on the show today. So you get to get introduced to one of my favorite people in the world. Our guest on the podcast today is the one and only Mads Tats herself, Miss Maddie Ciccone. Hey. Yay. I mean, like that intro though, amazing. I feel Girl. so good. I'm like, damn. Wait, Girl, I have a question. Who's Meredith and who's Christina? Oh. This is um, I like gotta be honest. I when I, I okay, so I watched Grey's Anatomy when I was in actually Soul Cycle training in New York because my friend Christina was obsessed with it. So uh -huh. I don't really like know the characters and stuff. Fair. <laughs> totally like, I, fair. Like I felt all the feelings. Like I would cry. Like I was in it. Like I just like sometimes with shows that I know I'm not on board with, and I do this with my boyfriend Scott all the time. I'm like, you can watch it and then just like answer my questions when I have a question. But otherwise, yeah. I'm I'm cool just like soaking in the content. Yes. <laughs> I think we go back and forth, honestly. I think there are moments yeah. where I am the Meredith and Maddie is there to comfort me. We literally sure. have this thing. We just know oh, each yeah. other so well now that we will text each other when one of us is having like the worst days or like just this moment where we feel awful and we will just text each other in all caps today is not the day and then the other one just knows like oh shit shit is going today down today is not the day what yeah is we started that. that we started that like a few years ago and it's just so funny because it's like i might not be having a bad day but then it just like brings me back to like okay like what can you do for someone else today? Or like everybody has those moments of like, you know, like not today, Satan, not right. today. Well, and it's just another, like, it's an easy way for us to know like, oh shit, like they need something. Honestly, right now, when I send that to her, I just know that she's going to come back at me and be like, remember who you are, remember right. what you're great at and don't let this little thing get you down. And honestly, at that moment, that's just what I need. Like yeah. somebody who lets me just vent it out, take a second to clear my head of it and then just remind me like, okay, now move forward. And that, that little thing has become such a big thing for us that like, I'm so dependent on that sometimes that I just know like the second I text her that. That, I've got that instant connection with her. How many times have you guys texted each other that during these quarantine times? Actually, none. Yeah. Good. Surprisingly, wow. none. That's, improvement. that's what we like to hear. We definitely have had a few uh, bathtub FaceTime calls, which we always yeah. do FaceTime yeah, each other that, when that one also, of us is in the bathtub. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that'd be 
that became a thing too. And I don't even know how that started or like where, <laughs> but it's just like, now we just take bathroom selfies yeah. right. because yeah. yeah, we love it. You know, all instructors, we love a good bath for oh, our yes. Seriously, Sad I'm, muscles. I'm currently looking at apartments because I'm moving apartments. No, I'm not moving cities. I'm moving apartments. Like I told that to somebody the other day and they freaked the hell out. They're like, you're leaving? It's like, like, no, no, no. no, 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 no. Leaving my building. Yeah. My lease is just up, so I'm leaving my building. So, and that's also been a chaotic thing to do in this current yeah. situation. Like, I can't imagine. Oh, it's been a little stressful, but you know what? We're getting through it. And thankfully for my realtor, Alex is like amazing and he's helping me out. So we're almost there. Cross your fingers that I find a good place soon. But anyway, that's one of the things like I need a bathtub. And like, I didn't realize it until I looked at a couple places that just had showers. It's like, what do you mean? There's no bathtub? Like, yeah. okay, I think I can make that work. And then in my mind, I was like, actually, no, I can't do that. No. Like nope. Epsom salts are like, a weekly ritual for me like yeah. i need them so as crazy as that sounds sorry that's not my must-haves like i need a bathtub i don't know yeah, we, we need a lush bath but... bomb moment yeah. yeah oh my god yes i just ordered <laughs> these bath bombs on amazon and like i just threw one up to jesus i was like i don't know what the freak <laughs> they're gonna be but they are not gonna be sex bomb from lush but we're gonna freaking try yeah, Maddie, I don't want to rain on your parade, but I did the same exact thing minus two weeks ago. Yeah, it sucked. just wasn't great. So just lower your expectations <laughs> now a little I bit. I mean, my expectations are really low. I took a bath with nothing last night, like okay. not even a freaking yep. Epsom salt in it. And I was like, this Fair. is... This is a sad bath. This is like a sad bath. This is a get, sad freaking bath. Sad like corn bath time. Get a 12-pack of them. Get a 12-pack of them from Amazon and just put them all in together. Yeah, and I, that's probably maybe what's going to happen. Bit. I'm just going to throw them all in at once. Be like, yeah. bye. All right. So I love Maddie, and I really want all of our listeners, like, if you don't know Maddie, I think you're just going to be really inspired and want to know her story and more about her. So the way we do guests here, we do this little thing we call About the Author. So Maddie, we are going to ask you just a little bit about your life, and we kind of want you to just take a moment. Um, What makes you you? What do you think our listeners should know about you? And please, 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 please brag about how amazing you are. Like, no Kendrick Lamar. I will not sit down and be humble. Like, this is me. This is who I am. This is what I do. This is your time to shine. Yes. So imagine this is your memoir of your life. And it can yep. be your life so far. It could be what you want in the future. What's the title of your memoir? Um, damn, like shit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. we, just, we throw it right at you. Yep. Um, well, I I go back and forth because one of my things I write in my journal. So I write, I have a start today journal from the Hollis company, and I've been doing it now since like November when I went to Rise Business Conference. And one of the things I write down every day is that I am a New York Times bestselling author. So I go back and forth with how I want to tell my story. Do I want to tell it from a fictional point of view where it's like everything's true, but everything's slightly changed because I've signed a million NDAs in my life? And or do I just go for it and and just kind of tell all the stories but leave the names out? But my working title um, would definitely be, definitely be uh, Yoga in the Penthouse. Um, Ooh, a, holi- okay. a, yes. a, a Hollywood Party Girl's Guide to Ascension. Something yes. Like Look at her. She's got a subtitle. She's too. ready. Damn. Yeah. Well, I like, scared, like, oh, she's got her whole title and subtitle ready to go. 
So yoga in the penthouse is like a thing that I used to like laugh about because I worked at a certain company and we were on in the penthouse floor and I would always take these like awesome yoga pictures when everybody would leave. Um, so it kind of started as like a joke. And then now I think of it more as like, I don't, I don't know. It's just like this thing to me. Like I, yeah, yeah. Something like I love that. that. I love that. Okay. So then flip to the back side of your book now. So if there's like a little author blurb like about you, like Maddie Ciccone is blah, 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 lives in place, lives in this place with dogs and kids and husband, whatever. Like give us the little blurb on the back of your book. What does that say? Oh my gosh. Um, like lives in Carbon Beach in Malibu, has several dogs, has dance parties nightly on the beach with all her friends. That's something else I write in my journal every day. Um, let's see. Let me consult it. Let me consult it. Gosh, like I don't uh, – is an exceptional wife and mother, top 10 podcast in the U.S., household yes. name for motivational speaking – uh, yeah. The main sponsor for all Life Rolls On events in the United States and elsewhere and has spoken at several large business conferences, including Rachel Hollis's Rise Business Conference. Amazing. So I think you can Work. hear from that, listeners. What I love about Maddie is Maddie does not dream small by any means. Like everything is gigantic, awesome. Like we, I hear all of that and I'm just like, oh my goodness. Like these are all big, huge lofty things. But of all the people that I know, the person, like we all know people who dream really big and it's set really big goals for themselves. Maddie is the person that I know that sets those goals, but then goes after them full force. Like she is coming at you bulldozing speed to like get anything out of her way to make sure she meets those goals. And that's what I love most about you is that it's like you don't stop until you achieve what you set your mind to. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, I, I always say like if I mean, if your dreams aren't don't scare the shit out of you, then you need to dream bigger. And I Amen. I I'm as much of a dreamer as I am a realist, but I also know like I will outwork, I'll outwork you like period. I always yeah. say that in my, I still teach activate. So, um, for people who are listening that <laughs> go to soul cycle, it was like this more sports type of like rigorous, like it was just, it's different than soul cycle. It's just called activate. There's like I don't know, maybe a few classes in the country even that still exist. But I always play this snippet from Will Smith where he talks about like, he says, I will outwork you. And he's like, talks about getting on a treadmill with someone. He was like, I will die on this treadmill before I let the guy <laughs> next to me outrun me. And I, I just think it's so funny because that's kind of my work ethic. Um, 100%. I see that for sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to jump right into your like old years or like Maddie as a senior citizen, but what I see like at the end of your life, I can see you like speaking <laughs> at like graduation commencement ceremonies, you know? Yes. I'm down. Like hire 1, me. I'm ready. <laughs> yes. She could honestly even do it now. I mean, yes. she could do it now and I would still listen to this. But yes. If I came or Lori, well, I thought you were going to go into this, like Maddie is going to be the one who's like lapping everybody with her walker with tennis balls, which is also true. Also that. <laughs> I honestly like feel like my vibe, like if I'm an old lady vibe is like the grandmother in Moana. Like that's my grandma. Yes. That is so you. So good. <laughs> like, Love that. Seriously. 
But loving, yeah. loving, but hella mischievous too. Like she's not hella. just like sitting there knitting. She is going no. around doing all the shit. She's got a Playing giant, with, like, giant manta, manta ray tattoo. <laughs> God bless. Okay. So we're going to move on to this next little section. So getting to know you a little bit more for our listeners, we have a section that when a guest comes on, we call it the five randoms. So we okay. ask you five completely random questions. You don't have to overthink it. They're a little crazy. They're a little kooky and they're just like very random so i'm into it, it we we like to get deep and get the real answers instead of the normal like okay where'd you grow up what do you do yeah, like i like that we can find we like to keep it weird i love it okay the first question what actress would play would you want you to play oh, excuse me let me say that again what <laughs> actress would you want to play you in an autobiographical movie so like they're making a movie about your life who do you want to play you and it doesn't have to be like current, like it could be like a of young Audrey Hepburn. Yeah. Like. Oh yeah. my God. They could be alive. They could be dead. Reese Witherspoon. Done. Easy. Yeah. Oh. So wow. on point. I love this. Okay. Okay. Next one is which Skittle flavor is most like your personality and why? <laughs> um, the red ones because they're bomb. <laughs> Like, I don't even I don't even eat the other colors. I'm like the asshole that throws them out the window. No, I I'm a red girl too. Like red is always just the superior. Like, why one. do they even make the other flavors? I don't get it. It's like Starburst. What are you doing? Like, yeah. why are you even putting yellow and orange? Whoever likes the yellow and orange, like, I mean, I love everybody equally in this world, but like, come on. She's yeah. I'm no, red, red is definitely the bomb. Like, what are you doing? The orange ones are my favorite. <laughs> and this is Callen, why we all eat Callen. Callen, he can use his he can use his allotted time to justify <laughs> that I'm answer. Send you my leftovers. <laughs> See, but this is the way to find like your friend group. Like everybody needs to like Sex in the City friend group where it's like everybody's oh, a little it. different. So like Maddie's the red, Callen's the orange. Like cool. Yeah, you, you divvy out the colors, and then you know you've got everybody set. You got to okay. taste the rainbow. Yeah, I love this. All right, so Maddie, next question: Who is your role model? Like in life, <laughs> like all yes. all encompassing, yes. all, all encompassing. encompassing. I, I sound real. That made me sound character. really. That made me sound really unintelligent. My role no, model. Stop. Uh, I'm gonna have to say Rachel Hollis, dude. I, I like she did something about her meeting Oprah, and I was watching it, and I was like, if I met Rachel Hollis, I literally. I've met a lot of people in my life, like a lot working in entertainment, living in Hollywood. And like, she's definitely one of those people where I would like be like, you need to starstruck. Yeah. You'd have to have some chill, Maddie, like have some chill. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, I read her book and I was just immediately obsessed with her. I remember I was listening to it on Audible and she was talking about, I think the chapter, I have to go back and read it. I think it's about her her husband, Dave, and like their, the beginning of their relationship. And I just was like, it was so, it was so on point to like some of the relationships I had and the way guys treated me in LA. I literally was crying at the nail salon and I was laughing even harder while I was crying. Cause I was thinking of the part in the town where, where Ben Affleck's like, y'all, I like to have a good cry in the nail salon. And I was like, I'm doing that right now. Like I'm full circle, Boston, the town crying in the nail salon over Rachel Hollis. So I think she'd probably be like, what, like 
number one, if not, I mean, there's all like the, uh, like Tony Robbins, like I could name like Oprah, I could name a million people. But I think for me, like to work and meet and have Rachel Hollis be like my mentor would be bananas in pajamas. We're going to bring that up a little bit later too, because there's a section that we're going to talk about a little later that I think really ties into all of that for you. So we'll so, definitely get to that a little bit more. Um, but on a different note, <laughs> if you had to marry a female pop star, who would it be and why? Female pop star? Yeah. That you have to be wed to for the rest of your life till yeah, death do you part. I don't love, but um, <laughs> <laughs> like, are you gonna lock yourself to Britney for the rest of no? Fuck your no. Life? She's like really. I worry about her. <laughs> I love yeah. her. Yeah, I'm I think about her. the world is worried about. I her. I really worry about her. Um, <laughs> I just feel like most people would be such a headache. Like I know J Lo is a headache. I know like. Mm, Female pop singer. Um, I don't, that's tough because I don't really know like their personality and shit, but I think. Um, yeah, Maddie needs to know like a person as a yeah, person. I, like, yeah. I like just randomly pick someone that I just like really think is really dope and I would just want to be around forever. I think it would be Lana Del Rey. Oh, Ooh, yes. Yes. Like I, I when I listen, like when too. I listen to Lana Del Rey, like it makes me want to like put like smoke cigarettes in the bathtub. Like yeah, like <laughs> like yeah. No, like Norman it. fucking Rockwell, amazing album. Yeah, like that. I was gonna also say like me. Yeah, I think Lana. Yeah. Yes. Great but, like, answer. Ellie Golding would be another one, but like she could be like a wicked headache. I don't know. I can't tell. Like I, I'm obsessed with so many of these pop chicks, but I'm like to marry you. Do I have to have sex with them too? Like that's another part. Yeah. <laughs> so many factors. That might be tough. Yeah, I could do like female things. athletes like all day, but I pop singers I'm not into. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. So if yeah. it was athlete, who would you yeah, go? Who, yeah. Who would be your number one athlete? Well, I'm obsessed with Abby Wambach, who's yep, already I married to Glennon Doyle. I uh, her. So, like, in a heartbeat, like, obsessed with her. And pretty much, like, anybody on the U.S. women's soccer team, literally. Okay. okay. So, fun um. little story. <laughs> we we did this event when uh, – maybe it was a couple years ago. We did a retreat for yeah. instructors <laughs> at SoulCycle. And I – like, Maddie is usually super chill. Like, Maddie's very, like – she's got a lot of energy, but when she needs to be serious and chill, she's so serious and chill. I have never seen Maddie, like, trying to hold it in more than when we met Abby Wambach. Like, wow. you could tell Maddie was dying <laughs> and loving this moment, but she was also like, do not lose your shit, Maddie. Yeah, do like, not lose your shit. Like, act cool. Like, act cool. Like, and, I, <laughs> and, like, the coolest part is, like, I love her and Glennon together so much. Like, if I could be, like, a, th like a you know how, like, there's, like, the threesome, like, the throuple or throuple? Yeah. Yeah. I would yeah. throuple with them for freaking sure. Yeah. Um, I see that 100%. I love that. Yeah, I just I'm I love him. And the best part, I was re I've been reading Glennon Doyle's uh, new book. Well, I've been listening to it on Audible. And my favorite part about her book is when she talks about Abby and their relationship and just like the love. Like it makes my heart like I've cried so many times listening to the book because it makes my heart like just feel so good. Like it's just Aww. like, oh my God, I love that love for them. So I'm just like kind of obsessed with them. We yeah. love a soccer throuple. Yeah. <laughs> Count me in. That's amazing. 
All right. So last question of our little randoms. Yeah. What is your spirit animal? I'm sure you've been asked this question a lot, but I got to know. Give uh, us the answer. Does it have to be like a real animal or can it be a fictional animal? No, you make that shit up if you want. You do whatever okay. feels good. So, yeah. I think that my spirit animal, like I've always said, it's like kind of like a some sort of little rodent, like a little like fennec fox or like squirrel. Like I call my riders rave squirrels and like kittens. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Like I call them all like baby kittens and like weird shit. Um, but I really honestly think like if I was, I wouldn't be like an animal, I'd be a Pokemon. And specifically, I would be like a cross between Pikachu and Eevee, the little yes. fox one. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Like, and also Eevee's dope because it can evolve into like all this crazy shit, like a water Eevee, like Vaporeon. I'm like such a nerd, by the way. Like, I love that stuff. No, I love this. Um, I'm living for this because yeah, I'm a Pokemon so impressed person too. And this <laughs> also, like, this is 100% what I would expect from you because yeah. nothing Maddie does is like everybody else. Everything is so original and so her and uniquely her that this answer does not surprise me one bit. Yeah. Like, and like I yell that I yell it all the time in class, and I, I have this one guy that rides me. I'm obsessed with him. His name is Andrew Chow. I was calling him Chew, which was like incorrect. And then he corrected me, and I was like, "Can you just like I feel so bad?" But anyway, he's this <laughs> super, super, super tall man, and he rides like the bike like I've never seen in my life. Like I'm like you know when you just have like a crush on someone in your class, and you're like, "Oh my god, oh my god, I'm obsessed." I call no. him Pika Chow, and I scream it. <laughs> In class, yes, <laughs> and I also scream just Pikachu in class at like random parts, like where it's like just not supposed to be. <laughs> this, hey. is amazing. this is why I love you. There's never a dull day. <laughs> I love <laughs> it. I'll do it. I'll do it. it like, we'll I'll be like, you know, like, tell me that. <laughs> 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 And I'm like, is this bitch for real? Is she yes, for she real? is. She yes, is for real. she's 100% for real. I swear, I swear, I think people just come to my class, particularly, like, I have this group of, like, older, like, dad-aged men that come to, like, my Chestnut Hill class, and they all sit in the back, and I'm like, do they just sit back there, and they're just like, what the fuck is this girl on? <laughs> like, maybe. I, they they I come honestly, to the show. Yeah, I honestly don't even think they want to work out. I think they're just like, they just want to like roll their legs and be like, what, what shit is she going to pull today? Yeah. Like, it's quite possible. That's why I would take your class. I would literally sit there and just be like, Maddie is going to make me laugh. She's going to play music that I the fucking entire love. Time. And she's going to yell time. like, let's go rave squirrels. Like yeah. that, that would make my life. I loved it. I um, love I the rave squirrel thing. That's incredible. Yeah, that like happened very organic. I don't know. I think it was always, so this was like the progression of the rave squirrels. I used to call, so I used to call all my riders ponies because yep. I taught all the times. Basically, I had the shittiest time slots you could possibly have, like, because I was brand new and I taught like four, I still have this time slot, by the way, four years later, 4.30 in Chestnut Hill. And uh -huh. it's now one of my favorites, but it start. I started it calling everybody ponies because everybody that could take that class was like between 12 and like 20 years old. And now yep. obviously it's evolved, but at the time my, and it still is, my demographic is very young, very, very, very young. So I also have to be like super conscious of like, obviously what I say and things like that. Cause I literally have like 12 year olds in my class. Yeah. Like, and they everywhere. look up to you, like you wouldn't, yeah. I mean, Maddie yeah. is, like they're at Wambach. 
<laughs> oh my god wow I could, die. I could die i'm not gonna be able to walk out of my dining room my head's gonna be too big right? no, it's so fucking true though because if you watch the way that some of the, and this is what i love about maddie maddie is definitely not the type of person that's like you have to do everything this way maddie will be very upfront when she fucks up something or when she does something and she's in her feelings like most people i feel like especially on social media are very much like here's all the positive things here's all the positive things and one of the things that drew me most to you maddie like i don't even think you knew this before i moved to boston this was right when instagram stories started mm. maddie would post on her stories and i kind of just found them randomly one day and i was like who is this crazy person who's just like venting about her day and then i started to really actually listen to what she was saying and i was like you know what actually she's being so brutally honest right now that I can't help but give her respect for this because I would not have the balls to say all of this. And yeah. I would not get on my story and say all these things, but it gave me so much respect for somebody. And then when I finally met her, I was like, no, that's actually the person that I've seen this whole time is the person you get. She's not putting on a front, like she's 100% authentically her all the time. And I think that's the best thing for those girls to see. Like, that's why yeah. I love that that's your demographic a lot of times because people need somebody like that. No, I totally agree. And so I, I mean, that was like the best compliment I could possibly get. I can just Love like you. go on a walk now. <laughs> so sweet. Um, but yeah, so I started calling them ponies cause they all wear the little ponytails and it was like, everybody's like, like all young and like, yeah. And then ponies turned into squirrels because chestnut hill, I was calling them like nuts, like, you know, like chestnut, like all the little woodland creatures in chestnut hill. I don't know. It sounds like it sounds like something like a fairy tale, like chestnut hill. Yeah. Um, so, then, so then that turned into squirrels. And then when I started doing my rave rides, I started to call everybody rave squirrels. So like that was the progression of it. And now they're literally whatever the, whatever the day is. Some so sort of Creature. If you get if you get caught a rave squirrel, like that's a huge compliment. Okay, take I, it yeah. and run with it. That's it's incredible. so funny because like it's actually like gone through other instructors. So like I have uh one of my like favorite favorite people. Her name's Michaela. She moved to San Francisco and she was riding with like Sandra or Sandra. I I don't remember how she says her name. She's like the little cute ballerina, and she was riding I guess like in the front row and. She looked at her and she was like, are you one of Maddie's rave squirrels? And it like made her day. So it's like been this like thing. I don't know. It created this yeah. thing. Now this I level thing. you want to achieve. What a great thing to follow you though. Like, what more could you ask for? <laughs> this is kind of the perfect segue into our next little section. So when we have a yeah. guest, Maddie, we like to sort them in what we call the millennial sorting hat. Oh my um, God. I thought you were going to say the real sorting hat. I was like, ah! It is just like Harry Potter. <laughs> it, is, it is just like Harry Potter. Although we have Harry Potter. <laughs> yes. Okay. Maddie's on my team, Lauren. Thank you very much. I know, much. as is the rest of the world. Yeah, exactly. Why? Um, Lauren has not read past the first book or seen any of the movies. I know. I know. I'm a wizard hater. <laughs> She openly admitted this one day, I did. Episode, and I had to I, question why she was still my co-host. I accidentally let it out, and it started like, a whole understand. spiral. Right, yeah. yeah, it's tough. Yeah, for me, it's but we'll okay. forgive you. I'm a raven. I'm a raven claw. <laughs> no, you are a Hufflepuff. One hundred. I'm a Hufflepuff. I'm a Hufflepuff. Yeah, Hufflepuff. you're. You're. You know. I don't even sure. know. A Hufflepuff for sure. <laughs> Wait, what's okay. what are the things that they call them when they they don't? 
like the wizards or see the muggle. wizards. Yeah. yeah, I'm a muggle. I'm a muggle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One hundred percent. I'm a muggle. Yeah. So we we've kind of revamped it a little bit. So we do it with like millennial classifications. Okay. So there's like the elder millennial, the fledgling millennial. Uh, but I think you honestly fit into two categories for me. Yeah, um, I have so two houses. I go between. Like I I'm like a quasi house. Yeah. Ooh. So same thing in our classification. So yeah. First of all, I think you're the influencer millennial who like definitely you're the type of person people look to. And if you're trying something, you have such this way about you that other people will want to try it too. So I definitely think you fit into that category. But the other category I would classify you in for our standards is the girl you wish you were, um, <laughs> which is this like millennial who everybody looks to who they're like, I love her life. She's got everything's put together. She's awesome. She's really honest and perfect in her. And like, I think you fit that for sure. So I would say it's like a quasi connection of those two. A quasi millennial sorting hat. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Congratulations, you've been sorted as a millennial. Like, you're, Yay! You're one of the club now. <laughs> All right, so then the next part that we do when we have a guest, we like to have them give us a little bit of expertise on a certain problem that millennials may have. And what I thought you would be fascinating to hear from. Um, I think a lot of millennials get to this problem where they have mm -hmm. trouble finding sources of motivation and mm -hmm. finding places to look to, to be inspired to do new things or to add things to their life. And I think you are the perfect person to listen to of like little things that you do always inspire me to do things. Like Maddie does this one thing on her Instagram where she's kind of in a rut. She will take out a book and she'll kind of just like flip to an, a random page in the book and then once she gets to a random page, she kind of scans it and usually can find like a little nugget of inspiration from something written on that page. And just that little thought, like I had never thought to do that. I had never thought to look at things that way, but I do that now because it really inspired me and I love that. So I think what what's the biggest thing? Like if you're having an off day, what's the first thing you do when you're like, I need to find some new motivation. I need to find some new inspiration in my life. Like. What are things that you go to to kind of find that space? Because I don't think that this is a thing that people realize everybody goes through. And yeah, even if you yeah. just, and it may not ever work for you, but there's a lot of things that I think if you hear, like, like what I said with Maddie, like now I do that book thing and that's a good place for me to start. So I think it'd be cool. Like, what do you do in those situations? Um. Okay, so... Do you want, I feel like I want to relate it to like what's going on right now. So for me, it's like, it's like I put out like a PDF or something. I'm like, Matt is Maddie's like quarantine hacks. And my number one thing is, um, so like I was saying, uh, gratitude practice. So I can't tell you how many people are like, I don't have time. Like I don't have time to write. I'm telling you to write down five things a day that you are grateful for. Maybe make it three. If five's too much, like, I mean, I think that's insane, but make it three. You wake up every morning and you write down five things you're grateful for. Again, this is like, this is something I learned from Rachel Hollis, the start today journal. You don't need her journal. You could literally just get up and write down five things you're grateful for. And I, um, I love that because one of my favorite things that I've ever heard Gabby Bernstein, who's like another like guru type, you know, person I follow. She has a ton of books. I think that's where I got the actual like take the book out and like find the page thing. I'm pretty yeah. sure she did that at um, she does that. And like she talked about it 
I went to see her a long time ago in Los Angeles at Golden Bridge Yoga, which no longer even exists. Um, so like I, everything I feel like I talk about, like I've picked up along the way and then it's just like, I'm like a master connector and sharer of the knowledge. So the yeah. book thing, definitely the gratitude practice. And I say like a grateful heart, she said, and I say it now, a grateful heart is a magnet for miracles. So like when you are auto automatically in that space of all the things you're grateful for, you're not waking up like, oh, it sucks. Oh, it's rainy. Oh, hey. and that kind of happened to me the other day. Cause like I'm in Boston. So like, it's really easy to get really angry in this quarantine when it's really really shitty out. Like when it's freezing and raining, I'm like, mm -hmm. great. Now I can't even like go outside and like go on a run. And I know like people have different opinions about the stay home and things like that. But like movement is essential, essential to change your mood. Like yep. I forgot what day I woke up. I was so angry and I don't, it's easier when I'm sad, my sadness manifests to anger because anger is easier for me to deal with than sadness. So like, yeah my sadness about everything going on and like basically grieving more or less the life that we've had i i get angry like white hot like anger like i could tell by the way i was talking by the way i was being like snippy um and so i immediately put my running shoes on and i went outside and i like ran for a while, even though it was awful out, but you have to move. Like when mm -hmm. I am angry, when I am um, like in discernment, when I can't make decisions, when I am anything that's not positive, you have, I have to move. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel that. That's like baseline. And then, so like the gratitude practice movement, um, it's like the book thing is a great hack. I'm trying to think of any other little things I do. I think it's like, I, and listen, this is what I love about it is that nothing she's saying is something where you have to go buy a ton of things or no, you have to go no. do this crazy thing. It's all very simple, but we are kind of trained that like, I don't know, for me so personally, sometimes I think sometimes the simpler it is, the more. Yeah. Like it's not, you're it. like, it's simple. It's not easy. I say that with Monate a lot and like, yeah. my, like different businesses I work in, like all the tools are there for you. Like everything you could ever want. There's countless free programs and free trainings and all this crap on the internet right now. It's all at your fingertips. But like if you don't engage and you don't do it, then what good is it? So it's really comes down to kind of like everything, literally, especially right now, like everything you could possibly want or need, et cetera, to make you a better person is right is, there. Is literally at your fingertips. Like it's yep. not simple. It's yeah. not it's not easy. It's simple though. Like the steps are there. The information is there. The knowledge is there. I, someone has said this before and I played into it, but I always say with a half an ounce of grit and a Google search bar, you can do anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like people Very will true. DM me, how'd you start a podcast, Maddie? How'd you do this? How'd you do that? And I was like, yep. You know, like I got so mad the other day when I was editing my podcast and Helen's going to laugh at me. Like I could not figure out how to, um, I couldn't figure out how to like slice something and then like whatever. And I, I was like messing around in GarageBand for a while. And then I was like, I'll just Google it. And it was like con yeah. control T splits the track. And I was like, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think that goes back to a lot of things. And especially in this time, like we're almost afraid to ask for help sometimes. And I think yeah. especially while we're in this phase, it's all we can do. And it's okay. Yeah. Like I grew up, honestly, like 
I grew up very headstrong, very much like I got straight A's. I did really well in school. And if I wanted something, I went after it. So mm. when I had a moment where I didn't really know or I didn't feel comfortable or couldn't get it just the way I wanted to, I would feel bad about myself if I had to ask for help. And I think we yeah. have to change that stigma. Totally, totally. Yeah. If anything, it just like reminds us like, look, we're not meant to do everything correct the first time. Sometimes yeah. you get lucky and you do it the first try. But anything that's really worth doing, you're going to have to fucking work at it. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's so we get caught in like the perfection cycle of like and especially mm -hmm. as adults. And you'll notice that it says kids. And this is what I always think about. Like kids don't give a shit if they're bad. Like think about it. Like you can fall. Like I would think about like. I, I always think about gymnastics because I relate things to like things I used to do gymnastics, cheerleading, dance. Like, like when I watch young dancers or young gymnasts, young cheerleaders, they are fearless on another level. Like you tell them mm -hmm. to go throw a stunt or do anything, they will do it. But then as an adult, we start to second guess like any any of the things. And yeah. I forgot who I was talking to the other day, but it's like the, the, the second you second guess it, that's like when it doesn't happen. Like right. it's like if you – um. And I relate it to like so many times, like when I was scared to throw like, a, you know, a trick in cheerleading and I only like half did it because I was scared. That's when I got hurt. It wasn't yeah. ever when I really went for it that I got hurt. So, right. um, yeah, well, it's, even then, like, it's like. I think that's the fear is the thing that gets in our way the most because yeah. I even Maddie and I talked about this the other week. I think actually this was one of our big quarantine conversations, like we talked about before. Hmm. We've been trying to do all these workout things, and Maddie and I have both been doing a lot of at home stuff. And I finally had a day where I was like, "Is anyone even watching this? Like, does anyone even care that I'm doing this? Like, I'm putting yeah. a lot of work into this, and I am putting my heart into it." And I had a day where I was just like, "Why am I doing this? Like, yeah." Is it yeah. for me or is it for somebody else that I want to see this? And I think that was the day where it was like, no, you do it for you. And if it makes you feel good, do it. But you don't have to prove anything to anyone at any time. And if that's if you're trying to do something for someone else, it's never going to be for you. Yeah. yeah. Totally. So I mean, I think another part, a layer that that is super tough right now is we thrive off of our community and the energy in our rooms. And right now it's like, we're giving the same amount of energy that I would give like in a class. And like, I, I mean, I just pop off on those lives. Sometimes they're six minutes. Sometimes they're 20, sometimes they're 40. Like right. I just do what I like. I just do it. And what's tough right now is everything's through a screen. So it's like, I can't feel anybody's energy. I can't feel the level. Like, and that's the part. It's like, I'm giving a hundred percent, but I don't feel that like the woos and like people. And right. I can't reach out and grab someone's hands and like play on the bike with them. And so that's, yeah. what's making it really hard for me is it just like, doesn't yep. feel reciprocated, even though I know it's being received so well. And people are like, this is a godsend. Like, thank you so much. Like this is helping me through corn. I mean, I've received like, it feels so different to yeah, us. Yeah. I've received amazing feedback and amazing messages. And I'm like, that's so great. And like, that keeps me going because honestly, right now, like I don't feel it. Like I definitely like was scratching my head last week. Like, why do I create these like massive monster beasts of like that I have to feed? And now like, you know, nightly I have to feed right. it at 5 PM or like tonight I'm doing it at six. Cause I have like a couple different calls and, um, it, you know, it, it's, it's, it's like tough right now. It's just navigating some weird uncharted waters and yeah. Well, I mean, and I think that's the other thing too, yeah. is that it's like, there is no guidebook for this. There, like when we went to Soul Cycle training, we were trained on how to do that. Like yeah. nobody trained when there's a global pandemic. This is what you should do. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so I have a follow up question run! about yeah. run, run. 
I love it. <laughs> Maddie, I have a follow-up question about your daily gratitude journal because yeah. you mentioned that you started doing it like obviously before these quarantine times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So while we've been locked up, do you feel like every day the things that you're grateful for are repetitive at all? Or do you think that every day like you're truly finding five brand new things? So I always try to keep, for me personally, I mean, you can do it however you want. Obviously, I always say like, I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my friends being healthy. I'm grateful for, you know, the, my body, my immune system. Like that right now, obviously, is weighing heavily on my heart more than it would. But yeah, I personally try to write different things like little because I like to think of it as something I could, again, like. I'm going to keep these. So I just started one and I finished one. But like, I like to think of this now as something that I can open, see the date and revisit what made me happy that day. So I always try to do something like from the day before. So I'll try to give you an example. Like, okay, so today is the six, right? So yesterday yeah. I wrote my, what are you grateful for? Yesterday I wrote um, the Griffin set during Digital Mirage. Um, I put like Scott putting up with me, um, bike rides to new places. Um, one of my friends sent me a video of their kids dancing naked on their cat, like uh, kitchen table to um, <laughs> Annie's. It's a hard knock life. Like just weird things that I get throughout. The it was just so cute. Yeah. And then today I wrote like, what am I grateful for? I figured out how to put YouTube on my TV. So I've been streaming all these like crazy, like, um, like just live, like, like one, like just all these live shows. That I could, like, it, um, what's the one I really want to go to? Uh, help me out. It's in Germany. It's like Wonderland, Wonderland, something. It's yeah. a huge DJ thing, all these EDM yeah. stuff. And then like yesterday I put on like Kygo, like this continuous deep house mix. And I went and put on a bikini and I was like dancing around the living room, just pretending I was like at a pool party in LA or something, just being silly. Um, yeah, well, I wrote that. That's the thing to remember. <laughs> like, that's we're, so allowed, we're allowed to have fun and be silly and crazy. Like the highlight of my week last week was when Maddie and I taught a little Disney class and we put 15 minutes worth of Disney music on a playlist, I went dance. live together, and we danced like idiots in costumes to just so fun. Like, Incredible. So crazy. Oh yeah, my God. And then I wrote Onward, the Disney movie, which is on Disney Plus yes. right now. It was, it was so good. I cried. It was so good. And I love, I love the theme. And I talked about that on my podcast this week. Like, like you have to, I love the theme of that movie because it was like, find what you can, like, what can you do with what you have right now and make it work? It's all about these brothers that go on an adventure. And the whole theme is like, what, what do we have around us right now that we can work with to make the best of the situation? And I was like, there, there couldn't be a better theme than that right now with what we're yeah. going through. Yep. Right. So 100%. yeah. I love this. See, I mean, this yeah. is why I'm, I'm glad we get to talk to you because you always give like talking to you always brightens me up a little bit. And some like we all get into a place where we're just like, you know what? Like I've had yeah. it. I'm having a day. Like I feel really weighted down. And I think sometimes you just have to process that. And for me, one of the great things that I love about being friends with you is my processing that sometimes is just like, okay, talk to Maddie for a few minutes. Like yeah. vent it out. And then just like, you know what? I will walk away from that feeling Go a lot from lighter. There a lot yeah. freer and then I've got something I can go with so yeah and I always like say like I definitely have my own shit too like I know that mm -hmm. sometimes I could come off like I'm always positive and like whatever and I really truly do yep. try to live my life like that but I always I definitely have down days as well like I I always relate it to like Poppy Princess Poppy and Trolls like you know at the end where she goes Poppy goes gray like I literally <laughs> have said that to like some of my, cl my close friends know like and it's really interesting because we live such public lives with kind of like what we do. And like when I'm having like a sad day, it's like everybody knows. And then like everybody asks me if I'm okay. And I'm just like, 
I'm just having a sad day, which so many of you have often. Yeah. And right. I'm like, can I just like, but it's so, but that it even changes my way because like, I'm like, I have to be better because yep. I know the energy that I create and put out there is helping someone else. And I always say, and I was, they're depending on us. Yeah. yeah. And I always say I was put here to like serve, inspire, receive and sparkle. That's like four words. I always like say to myself. So I always just say like, okay, like you, you could have this moment, you can be sad, but then again, like do all the things that you need to do Maddie, to pull yourself out of it. Yep. Um, so you're not like gray poppy and you're pink poppy. Well, I think you brought up a good point. <laughs> I, love of, like, that poppy. <laughs> I think, I think you brought up a good point in that just of like a lot of people, when we do have down days, they want to know how we are, but I'm going to be perfectly honest right now in this quarantine life. The question that I literally will throw my phone. If I see it <laughs> another time is somebody asks me, how are you doing? Like, yeah, are you okay? Honest, yeah, it's and I get it. Where okay, but I think I just am challenging our listeners and anybody who's listening to this to just like take a second and okay, like I get where you're coming from with wanting to make, check in and make sure frame that question a little differently because right now anybody who you it's not empowering. To, it's right. not an empowering question. So like yeah. that's and that's most the people only thing feel I like. They feel like they have to answer in a way that's going to be like, I want you to know how I feel, but I don't want you to worry about me. So they're not really going to give you an honest answer, I don't think. I, yeah. So I frame that question in a way of like, hey, what did you – did you do something new this week? I would love to get new ideas of like what I can do for a workout or what I can do as something yeah. fun to do. Like frame it in a conversational piece instead of just like, how are you doing? Like everybody is dealing with this. Nobody is yeah. really loving this. Everybody's yeah. having to get through it. So instead, let's help each other out that way and show concern in that manner. Yeah. I, I ask people a lot, like, what was the most positive part of your day? Or like, what's one mm -hmm. thing? What was your happy of the day? What was your, mm -hmm. and I remember we, when I was in ASM, we, that was something I always put in my like daily wrap up. We would call it like the happy of the day or like the, the win of the day. And, yeah. um, I mean, coming from that place is so much more empowering than like saying like, how are you? Like, I think I opened my email last week with like, I'm not going to ask how you are because like, duh. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like, yeah. I, I, right. I, like we're all having to deal with it in different ways and shapes and forms. And at any moment, like anybody's crying or having a breakdown or make, make, you're like feeling weird, giddily happy, but it's like only for a little bit. Like, right. so it, it's just like, how can you just reframe what you're saying to make it so much more empowering and like cool. And it, versus, if your friends listen yeah. to this podcast, there's a really easy way. Ask them what their Lisa Frank smiley dolphin of the week has been. What is Duh. that? I don't know what that oh, is. Oh, we get to that at the we'll end of the show. We'll get to that. Okay. 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 I'll wait. I'll sit tight. We'll get to it. All right. So next little bit, Lauren has some questions for all of us that we're all yeah. going to like. It's kind okay. of in the same vein. So Lauren, hit us with your questions. Okay. Yeah. No. So I thought these would be some fun little quarantine questions. We all know we're all locked up. Um, so I thought that these would be a little fun way to kind of spice it up a little bit. Okay. Um, so the first one is if we could all invite a celebrity guest to join our quarantine, who would it be? <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> I don't oh. know. Oh, okay. I have mine. Right, mine go, is Rye. coming to me. John Krasinski. Right now, he's doing this like little web series that's like, uh, yeah. Wait, who is that? He's Jim, Jim from, from the, office. the office. Is he married to Emma? Emily Blunt? Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, wait, I'm obsessed with it. And that's so weird that you said that because I was thinking he would be a great person to be quarantined with yeah. only because I'm like, I think he's just so nice and I love them together. Yep. And he did that like, um, Boston commercial during the Super Bowl. I was yes. like, ha, ha, <laughs> ha, ha. I just thought it was so funny. 
Yes. That makes total sense for you. Uh, yeah, I think he's just fun and funny. And I think he's one of those people where I personally would need someone who would be fun and entertaining when I needed it and not yeah. all the time and can like shut off and just be chill too. And I think he's got a good balance of both. A celebrity yeah. you want to be quarantined with? Yeah. I think, I don't know, like Jerry Seinfeld maybe. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. Because I love that show, Driving in Cars with Coffee. I feel like we would just go on drives and like he could make me laugh. <laughs> Eddie Murphy would be another funny one. Like I would definitely probably want to be quarantined with some, like a comedian. Yeah, I see that. Um, I was going to go with like more of a Food Network star. Maybe like Ooh. a Rachel Ray moment so that she could cook yeah. me up some 30-minute meals. Or, like, but Ina also Garten, like we can like... talk like a talk show, you know. Yes, <laughs> I love that. Oh, I feel like Tony, Tony Robbins or Ed Milet, like if we're going to go the personal development route – they would yeah. be pretty cool to be quarantined with. Also, I mean, there's a lot of layers. Like, are they coming yeah. to my apartment or am I going to their place? Because I so ah! true. <laughs> Very true. I'll go to Ellen's house. Like, thanks, Ellen. Hi. Yeah. Hey. I actually was like super annoyed the other day because um, Seth MacFarlane tweeted something like stay home. And I was like, I've been to your house, dude. Like, do you want to switch with me in my 900 square foot apartment? Because like right. I'll go to your house and stay put gladly. Fucking For gladly. Sure. For sure. It's very different when you're locked in a small closet. <laughs> yeah, I'm all set. I'm all set. All right. The next question I want to hear from everyone is what is the best meal that everyone has had in quarantine? And it's no shame if the best meal is Domino's. <laughs> we, we eat pretty good up in here. Like last night we made like burgers and I mean, we've been, and also like, we're really bad. We like go to Italy like a lot a lot so. <laughs> the meat-filled pastas from italy probably but we Yum. have those all the time i just like risk my life going there but you know yeah. whatever some things you have to risk it for right. fine um i think for me i made like a i made like a ground turkey chili that was Yum. really good um, it was a lot of crock pot moments. So yep. uh, that's what I, that's what I've been trying to do. And this week I meal planned a lot to where I could just, you know, not order delivery and yes. put things in the crock pot in the morning, let them simmer all day. So I didn't have to do anything with it. And then yeah. when it's time to eat, it's ready. So Wait, that's dope. That's so that's, smart. That's Love what I've been trying to pot. do. Also, and then it's, they're usually a little bit easier to put together. It's yeah. not a lot of steps. And honestly, for me, like I'm cooking for one. So <laughs> that's like the biggest challenge of them that's the all. biggest challenge. Well, it's literally so then, easier to cook for a family of four. 100%. I completely agree with this and I will fight anyone who says to the contrary, but yeah. then the good thing is I've been saving the rest. And so then I have it for dinner. I have it for lunch the next day or the next couple of days. And I try to mix it up a little bit. It's kind of like full meal prep, which I was never good at, but I'm getting good practice yeah. at it now. So that's yeah. where I'm at. I think, yeah. but yeah, I will not deny that I have had Domino's a couple of times and it was delectable. So I like I'm want very glad so I did bad, it. But I, I don't know. eat dairy. I don't eat oh. dairy anymore. It's so I tough. miss pizza. I definitely miss pizza. We've I been doing know. a lot of grilling out here. So oh, we've that's been doing fun. a lot of like grilled chicken, burgers, that kind of thing. But I will say I am paying attention a lot more. Like my mom and my sister are cooking a lot and I'm obviously not Chef Boy RD over here, but I've been paying attention and like learning a bunch of new skills. 
skills so that when I do <laughs> come back to Chicago, uh, we won't be we won't be doing as much yeah. Postmates. I also Crazy gave stuff. up cookies for Lent, and <gasps> I haven't I haven't cheated once, and I also haven't drink wow. alcohol. I haven't drink now in like. Let's see. I have a tracker. 95 days. Wow. wow. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. So I've been – everybody's like, you look like you're in really good shape. And I'm like, it's because I stopped drinking and eating cookies. So there's That'll that. That'll do it. Yeah. That'll do it. That'll do it. Like oh that extra goodness. glass of wine and chocolate chip cookie that I was having, like even once a week. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Bananas. Oh, wow. Good to know. Okay, I'll try. Good to know. I'll try. I have one box of Girl Scout cookies left in my pantry. I'll get rid of it and then I'll I try mean, it. I mean, they're in my freezer right now. And on Easter, I'm going Ooh. to F up those Thin Mints. F okay, that's a good idea. Down. I love it. You're almost there. You're so close. One week. One week. You got this. Okay, okay. so next little bit. We have two quick little games that we like to play. So there's this one that we call Genetically Modified Celebrity. Uh -huh. um, and so what we do is we give you a couple of categories and you put together like to fit a category based on the components we give you. So okay. today, today we are doing genetically modified Zoom call. Uh -huh. So on the Zoom call, you will have one part reality star, one part cartoon character, and one part Kardashian. Lauren made this up. I, I did not. Okay. Wait, like, uh -huh. so like, what, what, you can put them wherever you want. Yeah, just, so it's a, it's you like you in a Zoom call, and you have to like be in the Zoom call with these three other people for at least an hour. Wait, so it's away? a celebrity, a, a reality star. Yeah, so uh -huh. we'll just do it piece by piece. So who's yeah. your reality star you would want to be on a Zoom call with? Oh, yeah, I don't watch like any reality TV at all. Um, reality. Or like is, game, is, or like is, game is, show host. Like. Is Ellen? Is Ellen one? Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll take we'll, Ellen. We'll take Ellen. Yeah, I'll we'll take, take Ellen. That. Okay, and then one part cartoon character. Barbie. Yes, get it. Right. And one part Kardashian. Kylie, and then we would make like some like new product, and it would be lit. This is amazing, and then you can put it on idea. the Barbies. <laughs> yeah. And Ellen will sell them. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, okay, Ryan, who's in your Zoom call, Rai Rai? Um, okay, so my reality star is going to be a little bit, uh, but I'm going to say Jeff Probst, the host of Survivor. Because okay. Oh, he's sexy. I was yeah. Sexy. He's also very sexy, and, like, it's a goal of mine to get on that show. So, yes. like, maybe we'll work that. Use uh, it. Okay, um, cartoon character. We're going to go um, – Lumiere from Beauty and the Beast. Oh, wow. <laughs> Good one. You know, just spice it up a little bit. Um, and then Kardashian, to be honest, I don't know the Kardashians that well. So I'm going to say Kris Jenner. Oh, that. Like, okay. I, I feel like it would be a little dramatic, but a little fun. She'll make you a multimillionaire. Yeah. yeah she'll, that she'll help me out. that call Mom's sounds here. insane. Yeah. Oh, uh, definitely. Yeah. Insane. <laughs> That is good. Okay, I'm going to go with, um, all right, I'm going to try and think out of the box and do ones that like we haven't done already. For Reality uh -huh. Star, I think I would go with um, Kate from John and Kate Plus Eight. So, oh I, so that we can <laughs> so that we can talk about like where all the eight kids are now because that show hasn't been on in years. We could do a little like True. recap moment. 
Um, cartoon character, I would probably go. Um, I think I would go with Stitch just because like he'd probably yeah. be like running around spastic and then that would be entertaining. <laughs> While Kate um, tries to tell him to calm this fuck down. <laughs> exactly. And then um Kardashian, I guess I would go with I think I would go with Kim so that we could have some like arguments about parenting going on between Kate and Ooh, Kim. And they can try and and they can try and parent Stitch. Wow, I like this. Good one. I, you know, I keep it that. interesting. Oh, that's cool. Oh my goodness. Okay, well, so Stitch gives us a nice little segue into our next category. This sure is one does. that I, I thought you would love, Maddie. We've done this with a couple of our guests. Um, we like to play a little edition of Fuck Mary Kill, but we do it exclusively with Disney characters. Oh my so, God. Wait, do you pick them for me? Yeah. So, yeah. We, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, the way we do it is each of us picks. So like you will pick three characters and then Lauren and I will decide and then Lauren will pick oh, three okay. characters. You and I decide. Uh, so do you want to do you want to pick your characters first or do you want us to pick them first? I want you to pick them first, but I have another question. Yes. Yes. Go for it. Can I go to the bathroom really fast? <laughs> yes. yes. Go go go. We got you. You go pee. Got we you. Get... All right. So Ryan perfect... and I are we're gonna come up with Maddie's. I have two so far, Ryan. Um, okay. so you can come up with the third. I'm um, thinking done. we go Sebastian from The Little Mermaid. Amazing. Um, um, keep it dark, keep it edgy, maybe give her like scar from the Lion King. Okay. Amazing. I like this. So like we need it. we need a third to balance a third out. Third one. What about like the genie from Aladdin? Oh, that's fun. So we okay. have like a, a dark one, a funny one, <laughs> and then and then Sebastian. Sebastian. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, well, why don't we why why we'll do this? Why don't we segue a little bit? And this is a perfect time we can give Callan his time while Maddie's in the Amazing. Bathroom. <laughs> so Callan's Callan's 12 seconds has become the guest bathroom break with Callan. God bless. <laughs> okay, so Callan, let's give you a random number. Okay, Callan, you get 26 seconds. All right, Damn. I'm on the timer. Okay, ready, set, go. Okay, so I came home to Des Moines to my parents' house to kick it through quarantine and more space. And so I've been looking at like Tinder, or whatever, just seeing what the Des Moines gay scene looks like. That is back. Pause. So we we decided we moved ahead a little bit while you were in the bathroom. We gave Callan we give Callan a certain amount of seconds each week to just talk about anything since we don't really let him talk the rest of the oh, show. No. So he's giving us the rundown of what life in Iowa life is in like. Life in Des Moines right now. All right. Lauren, how many seconds left does Callan have? We have 16 seconds left. Okay. So for the next Great. 16 seconds, Maddie, we just let Callan talk. We don't interrupt him. We just let him get out all his thoughts. Okay. Ready, okay. Callan? Resume. Ready. Resume. Go. Okay, so I've been like looking at Tinder, like just seeing what the boy scene is. And it's hilarious because everyone's like, oh, you're from Chicago. Like, and they're just all blowing up my phone. And I'm like, wow, I really feel like a 10 here. And so I've just been like proud of myself. So, and that's, that's time. Callan Carlson, an Iowa 10. An Iowa 10. I feel I like the it. guys there would be really hot. Like, don't they throw around like hay bales and shit? I mean, I, I the straight one do. That's, That's like what the I would think. Cornfield, it's like more go more outside of the city. See, that yeah. works more for like a straight girl thing. That does not work yeah. as like a gay guy connection. 
I mean, like, I could kind of, like, get on board with, like, a cowboy vibe, but, like, not my favorite. Yeah. Not the first choice. Not my first choice. It's not going to be my first choice, actually. (laughs) Sorry. All right. All right, Maddie. We have your characters. Are you ready? All right. My my bladder is, like, Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Like, it's so No, you're totally fine. You're so fine. It gave us extra time to make this extra great for you. So, your your contenders are – the genie from Aladdin, uh-huh. Scar from The Lion King, and Sebastian <laughs> from The Little Mermaid. <laughs> Fuck, Fuck Mary, Mary Kill, kill. Go. go. Um, I would definitely marry the genie for sure. Okay, Good call. get yeah. those wishes. Yeah, like you get, like yeah, forever. Um. <laughs> Sebastian from The Little Mermaid. Yep, I probably, I probably fuck Sebastian and kill Scar. <laughs> okay, <laughs> honestly, I think I would do the same because, like, um, no, I, I would like not. A- I would, I would fuck Scar and kill Sebastian. <laughs> I don't know. I just like, wow, like okay. I yeah, I don't know. I feel like a crab could. I don't know. I don't. I don't actually want to. I don't actually want to think about it. So, <laughs> so it's better, yeah. better that you don't. We have learned this lesson. Yeah. It's better if you don't. Yeah, you know, I just it. don't even want to. You have to keep this it. game pretty on the surface. All right, okay. Maddie, do you want to hit us with three? Well, I was thinking like you couldn't do animals because like I'm always gonna kill like probably an animal. Like I was like, oh my god, Pua from Moana. I was like, obviously you'd kill that so you could eat it, but like, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. In a dark way. I know. Yeah, that's not <laughs> something that we've thought about in the past, but it brings, <laughs> but it definitely brings an interesting new layer. <laughs> I'm like thinking of it from a survival standpoint. Yeah, because um, we're like survival mode. Okay, okay. I'm gonna make this like okay, Chris. Stop Gaston. Ooh. Or, or, um, or, oh my God. Um, who is the guy in Mulan, the main like warrior oh, man? Lee Sean. Lee Sean. Those are my three Lee Sean, Gaston, or Kristoff from Frozen. Go. Wow. Okay, I am going you bitch. to. I'm ready. I'm gonna marry Kristoff. <laughs> I'm gonna kill Lee Sean, and I'm gonna fuck uh, Gaston. I am literally the exact same. Yeah, yeah. It's the obvious choice. I think so. I mean, Kristoff is like the dependable, reliable one. So I think marry him. Also, he's hot. And Jonathan Groff, like, hello. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know. I, like, really have a thing for, like, nin- like like fighters, like ninjas. Yeah, so, like, I, I, yeah. ha- I think I would kill Gaston. I'd, like, fuck him and then kill him. <gasps> Not an yeah. option. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd, like, I'd, like, hate fuck him and then kill him. Anything's oh. an option. This is a good plan. <laughs> I like this. I like this. I mean, that's what I mean. Like, I, like the, are there stipulations? Are there rules? Like... I mean, we make them up <laughs> as we go. We're very totally. into that. Okay, so moving on. So we talked about this a little bit before, but Maddie, we do this thing where we pick out a moment from the week or since the last time we've talked that was like a bright spot moment, like a good thing. So we refer to it on this show as the Lisa Frank smiley dolphin of the week mm-hmm. um, okay. because like, you know, Lisa Frank was all bright and colorful and happy and positive. So we have a Lisa Frank smiley dolphin. Lauren, hit us with it. What is it? 
Okay, my Lisa Frank Smiley Dolphin of the week. Um, my family has been going on family walks every day around three o'clock. It's been pretty great. We'll walk about like two miles all together. But wow. um, over the past week, we've noticed that like some kids in the neighborhood have been painting rocks and writing little inspirational messages oh. on them and like That's so cute and like putting them all over the sidewalk. And it has That's been so cute. it's become such a thing in the community. It went like viral. So now like everyone that lives here is painting rocks. So when you go on a walk, I literally went on a run this morning. There's like rainbow rocks everywhere and they all say such happy, positive things on them. So yesterday, so of course I had to participate. So I painted rocks for like two hours yesterday and it was so fun and so cute. And uh, yeah, it's been brightening up my days. I love this. That's so I cute. That. If you get bored, paint rocks. It's really cathartic. Love that. Wait, that's so cute. I might do that, actually. Yeah. yeah. That's a great idea. Oh, my God. I love this. All right. Yeah. Well, wait, go, Ryan, Ryan, does the South Loop still do the whole, like, musical yes. show thing okay. at 8 p.m.? So my neighborhood in Chicago started this thing, like, honestly, like a week and a half ago, a while ago, where at 8 o'clock every night, somebody there's a facebook page for the neighborhood and somebody picks a song they've been dedicating them to some of the like hospital workers or just like different people that are on the front lines and a lot of times they're like dedicated to memories of someone or somebody mm. that like knows someone that was been affected by all of this and they pick a song and somebody blasts it like really loud from speakers in their apartment and all of the there's a lot of high-rise buildings in my neighborhood so a lot of the people will just like flick their lights they'll go out on their balconies and wave like these strobe lights and flashlights and it's just like this crazy light show for like 10 minutes every night at 8 p.m and it's still going on it's so crazy to see it's really cool the first time i was so like cute. what the fuck is going on like <laughs> there was screaming there was a lot of noise and then i went out on the balcony and you just see it it was so cool to see like it's such a cool thing that's been going on so I've seen a lot of videos of like the people who have been clapping at certain mm. times in New York for yeah. our people on the front lines. Like it's been really cool to see how all these people are just responding and giving love the way we can while mm. also staying home. <laughs> like, yes. It's yeah, definitely been a cool way to see it. They did something like that last Friday in Boston and I knew about it, but I didn't really like we I was like, OK. And then they had all like they were ringing like all the church bells and stuff and it was like loud and yeah. people were beeping and stuff. And I was like, OK, that's cool. I like that. Um, does it have to be like communal? I had a pretty cool moment happen today. No, you can no. give me yours. It give can be yours. anything. Okay, so I, like I said, like I love, I'm big with signs. So this could go back to the thing, like what are you doing? Like this is not something I guess you can do, but it's something like you could call in and whether it happens or not, whatever. I was doing uh, the stairs at Harvard Stadium. They have this big stadium and you can like run the stairs. And I was running the stairs and I was going up one set at some point and um, I found this little like it's like a Catholic saint like uh, it looked like it fell off someone's necklace and it was like sterling silver and it said uh, patron Saint Daniel and I was like that's so interesting and so I looked up like what that saint is known for and that saint is known for curing sick people. Wow. Yeah. So, wow. yeah. So that was like one of those moments that I was like, wow, that's insane. Um, and then I've had something similar happen 
Um, a couple, like literally I have two other ones that stick out, stick out on my end. Cause I'm always looking for signs. Like I believe like that's how you call in miracles. Like I need a sign. I need a sign. Yeah. You are so um, good about yeah. that too. Like it's the littlest thing, but like, and some people would just dismiss it and would never look at that. No, yeah. Maddie sees a lot of meaning in I'm it. I'm like, I what's the meaning you? behind this? So I have a couple more that are like pet in the past week. Um, I was home last weekend or the weekend before and I was sitting in my backyard and it was like the sun was going down and I was like about to film and I was just kind of feeling like whatever. And I saw a red cardinal in the backyard mm. and red cardinals are a sign that like your love, a loved one who has passed away is near. And I just thought it was really interesting because yeah. I was home. We live in the same house on the lake that my used to be my grandma's. So it's wow. just like very, it was very like meaningful to me and i i don't yeah. remember if i was talking about dogs and i was thinking of daisy and i was like so that was i was insane um so i just really during this time i really try to like really be vigilant about things as positive signs around you because they like there's magic all around you what's the quote from like dumbledore like it's there's magic um, yeah. or the big friendly giant it's like there's magic available to those who believe or whatever so yeah. um I just butchered that, but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, we know. Well, if it's Dumbledore, we know. Lauren doesn't. But we'll <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, such good smiley dolphins. Yeah, I love it. All right, so we're going to close out the show. The way we do this every week, Maddie, we have a little millennial oath of order that we say. So uh -huh. Lauren and I will close this out, and then we'll wrap things up. All right? Okay. Oh. Ready, Lauren? Let's hit them with the moo. Let's do Ready? it. Aye. A problem, a problem millennial, millennial solemnly swear, swear to not take, take life so seriously, seriously to, to post, post more Instagram, Instagram content, content and to swipe <laughs> right, right on all the on positive, positive things in my life. life. Wow. It's very hard with the audio, but we do it. <laughs> we try. We try. We, we'll get a veteran note next time. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so as always, you can email us with questions or content you want us to talk about at problemmillennials at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at Problem Millennials. Remember, it's two L's like Lindsay Lohan and two N's like Nisi Nash. And then we're going to give our guest a moment to plug anything going on in their life. So, Maddie, where can we follow you, listen to you, connect with you, message you, find you at 3 a.m. on a Tuesday? Like, oh, my God. You guys are so deeps. awesome. So you can find me at Mads Tads is my handle, Mads Tads, M-A-D-D-Z, T-A-D-D-Z. And from there, you can literally find pretty much everything, all my music, my website, my podcast, which is called Mads Tads Beyond the Bike. Um, really, that's, I'm like the Instagram girl. So that's where I pretty much am. It goes down in the DM. So I'll see you there. Yay. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on. We really Thank love you. you. We appreciate so you. Fun. Thanks, Maddie. We had such so a great fun. time with you. Um, so, so if great. you- if you want more of us in your life, follow us all on Instagram at Lauren5K, at T Ryan Soros Rex, and at Callan of Milk. You can find our podcast episodes whenever we put them out, which we're trying to do one a week, but you know, our schedules are a little different now. So we'll keep you posted. We'll blast it out on all of our socials when we do have a new episode up. So can't wait for you to listen. Um, you can find episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and then maybe we'll get Maddie to like yell rave squirrels and tell you the whole thing about it, like in a recap. Yeah. Episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Maddie. We love you. We love you. We love you. Thank you, Maddie. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks for listening in this week, you guys. We love you all, and we cannot wait to hear from you soon. Bye, Bye. friends. Bye.